Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, October 11th, and we have completed week 40 of 2021. I would like to take this opportunity to remind everybody that businesstravel360.com is a great resource to take advantage of everything related to business travel. Here you can listen, read, watch, take advantage of deals, look up events, and even have some fun with some great videos. Check out all of this at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. On Saturday and Sunday alone, Southwest Airlines has canceled over 1,800 flights. On Saturday, October 9th, Southwest canceled 800 flights, 24% of its schedule. And on Sunday, October 10th, Southwest canceled an additional 1,000 flights, 27% of its schedule. Southwest is blaming ATC and the weather for cancellations. The International Air Transport Association, IATA, reported that air travelers are increasingly frustrated with the COVID-19 travel restrictions. A survey commissioned by IATA of 4,700 respondents in 11 markets in September demonstrated confidence that the risks of COVID-19 can be managed effectively and that the freedom to travel should be restored. 67% of respondents felt that most country borders should be opened by now. 64% felt that the border closures are unnecessary and have not been effective in containing the virus. 73% responded that their quality of life was suffering as a result of the COVID-19 travel restrictions. United Airlines plans to fly 91% of its pre-pandemic domestic capacity this December as the airline has seen flight search activity surpass 2019 levels for the upcoming holiday season. The December schedule includes United's largest network to Florida in its history, with 195 daily flights to 12 destinations. United reported that flight searches on its app and website are 16% higher than they were in 2019, with the day before Thanksgiving, December 23rd, and January 2nd shaping up to be the busiest travel days over the holidays. According to IATA, globally, airlines would lose over $51 billion in 2021. North American Airlines, however, will enjoy much better results with estimated 2022 profits of $10 billion following the losses of $5 billion this year. The forecast is a downgrade for IATA, which in April had projected losses for the global industry of $47 billion this year. IATA projects that global passenger demand measured by the number of miles flown by paying passenger will end 2021 with 40% of the 2019 levels before rising to 61% of 2019's total next year. And now I'd like to share with all of you my experiences with National Rent-A-Car. I really believe that National Rent-A-Car is the best of both worlds. As a business traveler, I always want to be able to book whatever car I want and drive whatever car I need at that moment in that city, depending on where I'm going and what I need to get done. From a company standpoint, the company always wants to spend the least amount of money as possible. With National Rent-A-Car, you can actually book a mid-sized car and allow your traveler to take any car off the lot. That is the most perfect situation that you can ever have. And you'll save money doing it and keeping your travel happy. So make sure you use them and make sure you use them all the time. And now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, this week announced that the addition of six destinations to its Level 4 Very High Travel Advisory List. The destinations were raised to Level 4 because of rising COVID-19 case counts in the countries, and the Level 4 designation includes all destinations that have had more than 500 COVID cases per 100,000 residents in the last 28 days. 
The new level four countries are Armenia, Austria, Barbados, Croatia, Latvia, and New Caledonia. All have been raised from level three as of October 4th because they have reached the number threshold. Singapore Airlines expanded its quarantine-free vaccinated travel lane VTL network to 14 cities and is expected to announce more in the coming weeks. This comes as Singapore widened its VTL arrangements to include Canada, Denmark, France, Italy, the Netherlands, South Korea, Spain, the UK and the US on top of ongoing arrangements with Brunei and Germany. Customers traveling on the VTL flights can also transfer via Singapore Airport to 59 destinations within Singapore International Airlines network. American Airlines, Alaska Airlines, and JetBlue are all implementing COVID-19 vaccine mandates for employees in light of recent guidance from the White House that federal contractors must be vaccinated by December 8th. U.S. President Joe Biden last month announced in a set of executive orders that his administration will require companies with more than 100 employees to have their employees either vaccinated or undergo weekly testing. JetBlue said in a statement that it will fully comply with the federal vaccine mandate for federal contractors and have communicated this vaccine requirement to the crew members. Alaska Airlines, in a memo to employees, said it fell under the contractor requirements and would be requiring them to be vaccinated. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts announced a new partnership with Playa Hotels and Resorts that will see Wyndham launch a new all inclusive resort brand called Wyndham Ultra. Ultra, which Wyndham said will be a upper mid scale all inclusive resort brand, Wyndham says the brand will offer upscale food and beverage services, amenities and activities. Ultra will open its first two properties in time for the holidays in December 2021 with the 458-room Wyndham Ultra Cancun and the 287-room Wyndham Ultra Playa del Carmen. According to the Wyndham president and CEO, there is a big potential for the brand to attract some of its 150 million annual guests and its over 80 million Wyndham Rewards members to its new properties. Accor's joint venture with Ennismore is now complete. Owned by Accor and by Ennismore, the new asset light autonomous entity will keep the Ennismore name and bring together an unrivaled portfolio of global brands. As of today, the Ennismore portfolio comprises of 14 global hotels with a diverse collection of restaurants and bars. There are over 87 hotel properties with 141 in the pipeline, along with 150 restaurants and nightlife destinations, each known for its unique local style. Air India has been struggling financially for years and has been on the brink of collapse. The airline is owned by the government of India, which has given the airline just about enough money to stay in business and nothing beyond that. The airline is currently costing taxpayers over $1 billion a year. The government has been looking to privatize Air India, and it looks like a new buyer has been found. Tata Group has won a bid to purchase Air India, and the deal should close by the end of the year. With this deal, Tata Group is paying a total of $2.4 billion. That includes taking over $2 billion of Air India's $8.2 billion in debt, plus paying about $400 million to the government. The Tata Group will acquire over 4,000 domestic and 1,800 international slots at Indian airports, plus 900 slots at international airports. Air India has 8,000 full-time employees and 120 planes. And now in news relating to the return to travel. Members of British Airways Executive Club Frequent Flyer Scheme, whose point collection renewal date is between January and March 2022, will receive another year of their current status. This means that no member will lose their tier status, regardless of how many tier points they have earned. The airline has also applied a 25% reduction in the thresholds to achieve various tiers until June 2022. 
British Airways has also announced that Silver and Gold members will now be able to enjoy pre-flight dining, which is available at select North American lounges, including New York's JFK, Boston, Chicago, Washington, regardless of their cabin class. Another new airline is heading into the U.S. skies, promising low fares and nonstop service to smaller cities deserted by major airlines. AHA is the upstart that has christened itself, short for Air Hotel Adventure, plans to start flying from Nevada's Reno Airport in late October with introductory fares of $49 each way. Initially, AHA will operate three flights on routes connecting its Nevada base with eight West Coast cities, starting with its first flight on October 24th. WestJet is beefing up its international offerings. Starting this spring, WestJet will add new non-stop seasonal flights between Toronto and Dublin. The service, which will operate on a Boeing 737 MAX aircraft, will start at four times weekly beginning on May 15, 2022. According to the WestJet CCO, John Weatherill, the new service is in anticipation of increasing customer demand for international travel. Singapore Airlines has announced an introduction of a new $65 servicing fee for any travel agent who asks for assistance via its sales operations center when the request could have been self-serviced via the GDS. The airline will also impose a $65 charge for any after-hours servicing required via its 24-hour servicing and ticketing hotline. Services will be strictly limited to immediate flight departures only or urgent assistance that cannot be self-serviced. The new fee structure will apply from November 1st. And now in some technology news, IATA has announced that six airlines will implement the IATA Travel Pass in a phased rollout across their networks. The airlines include Etihad, Jazeera, Jetstar, Qantas, Qatar, and Royal Jordanian, and they will join Emirates as the implementation pioneers of the app. The app allows travelers to check the requirements for their journey, receive test results, and scan their vaccine certificates. As it stands, it accepts certificates from 52 countries and will increase to 74 countries by the end of November. Uber announced new features on Wednesday, including an update to Uber Reserve, which allows you to automatically order an Uber once your flight lands. After you book your flight, you can reserve your ride for up to 30 days in advance so that you know you're taken care of before you arrive. Uber will automatically adjust your reservation based on the flight information you provide, so your driver is ready and waiting at the airport when the flight lands, whether it's on time, early, or delayed. United Airlines has become the first airline in the world to introduce PayPal QR payments aboard its flights. Using QR codes, the airline will allow customers to pay for in-flight purchases with a simple scan, making the entire process touch-free. The partnership with the electronic payment giant will launch in Chicago next month and will be rolled out across the network before the end of the year. This is the first time an airline has offered PayPal payments via a QR code, making it easier and faster to make a convenient and touch-free payment. It is the latest addition to United's suite of contactless payment tools that range from pre-ordered snacks to drinks to payments made through the airline's app. Corporate travel data and analytics provider Grasp Technologies has partnered with off-channel booking capture specialist Traxo to offer Grasp clients with a complete picture of travel booking activity and spending. Under the alliance, Grasp will leverage Traxel's platform to gather information from bookings made outside a company's approved channel, such as those made via direct supplier websites or consumer-facing online travel agencies. An average of 40% of all bookings made by Grasp clients from 2017 through 2019 took place through non-approved channels, according to the company. Under the terms of the partnership, Grasp will also use Traxo internally for its own business travel, while Grasp has been added to Traxo's third-party marketplace network. 
In some news from the beat, three months after Emirates went dark in Sabre, the two companies this week jointly announced a new agreement that ushers in the airline's return to the global distribution system. Emirates has signed a new multi-year worldwide distribution agreement with Sabre, according to a Tuesday announcement. This follows ongoing dialogue between the new pack following Emirates' exit from the GDS on July 1st upon expiration of their prior deal. Sabre subscribers once again will have access to the airline's content through the GDS with immediate effect, and Sabre confirmed its subscribers won't be subject to the GDS booking surcharges that the airline announced earlier this year. The business travel industry is filled with events, and sometimes it is hard to tell which one is better and which one you should attend. On November 17th through the 19th, the GBTA Convention 2021 will be held in Orlando, Florida. You can take advantage of all that the GBTA Convention offers, either in person by being there in Orlando, Florida, or you can take advantage of Convention Replay, where you can watch five live streaming main stage presentations, along with a variety of different educational sessions. You can see all the details of this at GBTA.org. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.